Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Thursday, October 4. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, just thank you, Lord, again for today. I ask for a blessing on uh, this moment, on uh, the, the moment when we get to reflect on your scripture together as a community, uh, wherever we are, um, whether we're in our car, uh, whether we're on our bike, uh, whether we're walking, uh, listening right now, we ask God that uh, the Spirit speak through this text directly into our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today we get the New International Version, the NIV, Romans 10. Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites is that they may be saved. For I can testify about them that they are zealous for God, but their zeal is not based on knowledge. Since they did not know the righteousness of God and sought to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. Christ is the culmination of the law, so that there may be righteousness for everyone who believes. Moses writes about the righteousness that is by the law. The person who does these things will live by them. But the righteousness that is by faith says, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down. Or, Who will descend into the deep? That is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all, and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Of course they did. Their voice has gone out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Again I ask, did Israel not understand? First Moses says, I will make you envious by those who are not a nation. I will make you angry by a nation that has no understanding. And Isaiah boldly says, I was found by those who did not seek me. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. But concerning Israel, he says, All day long I have held out my hands to a disobedient and obstinate people. Okay, our question for today is this. Um, Recount perhaps to a friend the dawn of your faith, acknowledging who God used to welcome you to the family? I like that question. Uh, I like that question for a a few different reasons. Like, first of all, I like the phrase dawn of your faith because it's a contrast contrast to the instant of your faith. And also I love the acknowledging of of, to God who used uh, acknowledging who actually welcomed you in the family that others actually do influence 
and transforming you because we are called to be the beautiful feet that deliver this news to others as well. And we can be part of other people's journeys in that. Yeah, it's so funny because my dad was just telling me about how my little niece, who's five, she's almost, she'll Mm. be six next month, um, came and just started telling him all the stuff about heaven, Mm. how great-grandma, my grandmother just died um, back in February this year. And so, you know, my niece had known that and everything. I guess she's been thinking about this. It's been a while. Mm. But she gave my father this long speech about how one day we'll all go to heaven and great-grandma will be there and we're all going to live in tree houses and everything's going to be great. And she went on and on and on. Oh, wow. And my dad said, well, where did you learn all this? Yeah. And she said, you told me. Oh, wow. wow. And he was like, oh, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he didn't. And I just thought how, I mean, for me, obviously the first people that I, I was born into faith. So the first ones would have been my parents, yeah. as I think would be the case for you. Yeah. That is actually, that is really cool. I, I Sometimes uh, it feels like parents, it feels like kind of a, I don't know, cheating answer or something. But no, I mean, it is I in some cases the answer. I think there's people. something, I mean, the Dawn thing still sticking in my head. I uh, Do you remember that uh, that time I think I told you the story about um, when I was working at Chapel Porth years ago? Uh, this is a summer camp out in Cornwall in England. And I was out there working in one of the caravans and I was cleaning, I was wearing these pink gloves, I was cleaning this uh, oven. And uh, somebody tapped on this window and uh, nobody else was on site. It was just me. And so I, I came out of the, the oven effectively and uh, said hello to this stranger. And then this guy basically came in and he really wanted to talk to me and he wanted to know at what point I had been converted. Mm. And and I was like, uh, and he then Like went, a where were you when JFK was shot yeah, kind of thing. He went, like to, he went into this long story about how he had been converted at like 12.03. And it really, I mean, the story, this moment is seared in my memory, 12.03 p.m. while he was drinking this cup of tea, whatever was happening, something happened. And he said that this moment, 12.03 p.m., that's when he gave his life to Jesus and he wanted to know when was my moment. And I, and I was like, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a moment. I, I never had a specific moment. And so when I look at this door, and I, and I started to question, you know, should I have a moment? Well, you know, that's interesting because that relates to something I was listening about um, choices. Yeah. You know, and I'm really interested in how people make choices and how you kind of come to terms with your choices and all of this. So what's interesting about that is that people, basically we make meaning of our lives by ascribing stories to the things that we do. Mm. And so that person, what he's done is he's very concretely made a story surrounding a decision that he made to follow God. And because that makes it a really concrete thing, that's a form of committing to that action, I mm-hmm. think, in a way that those of us who maybe don't have a story like that, I'm not saying that the commitment is necessarily less, but it, it might be. To some extent, I think that you could decide, if you have never had a defining moment like that, make one. Because th- this thing about um, decisions says that basically what you do is you go ahead and decide what something's going to mean for you, and you live that out. You commit yeah. to it. Yeah. And I think th- there's a lot to be said for that. Well, I think so, because clearly, I mean, he felt like his vocation in life now yeah. was to go around and to tell everybody. Because he had a moment and day, and like from moment. this moment forward, I'm right. going to be different. I think all of us have the power to do that. If you haven't done it yet, you could do it right now. Yeah. You know, think from this moment forward and whatever, you know, this is October 4, at whatever time you happen to be listening, yeah. you, could, you could make a moment like that. So that was what I wrestled hard with 
because I was thinking at the time I didn't have my instant moment. Well, and then you've probably had lots of moments I since have. then. I've had lots of moments since then. Where you could point out different I, ones because each absolute, one, it's like the moment for your life up to that point. Yeah. But then another one comes. Absolutely. And, and then I realized then actually that I had had moments, I guess, but they were more like dawns. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were gradual. Than, they were gradual or, or some of them later on in my life, they became more instant and transformative things that took place inside that. But, but the dawns are just, it, that phrase just really. Yeah, like a gradual it's, it's coming the, of light. It's the awakening. It's like when, you know, you're reading a passage, like this p- particular passage, Romans 10, and you're reading all the way through, and then you get to verse 14, and you're like, oh, I mean, verse 9, 10, and it's built up to verse 14. I love verse 14 all the way through to 17. It's like, oh, it's kind of the crescendo, and you, you, I feel like it's a dawn of a passage of a coming of age, mm. and it's just beautiful inside there and, and does that. But but there are lots of people that I remember in my life who I really think uh, I'm eternally grateful. I, I just told this just the other day. I was sitting down with uh, someone, um, having breakfast with them, and I was telling them that when I was a child, I went to this little church uh, in southeast uh, London, on the border of Kent, uh, Bromley, and uh, my pastor was a, a pastor called Paddy Boyle, Patrick Boyle, um, and uh, he he was the, a pastor who I mean. Uh, he's still he's retired now and brilliant brilliant guy and he just he knew all the congregation and as a child in his church i remember him just calling me out by name in the church yeah and and i loved it i loved Mm. it he knew my name uh he you know and brother darley uh was this other was this other member in the church um, who drove uh, an old uh, Morris Minor, uh, green Morris Minor. I think they only maybe came out in one color. And I just remember him. He gave us uh, sweets at church. Today, you know, it'd be kind of creepy um, for people oh, to give us sweets. Depends. I don't know. It's, it's kind of difficult. But I remember these people who loved me. Um, and I think those people were transformative in that really small church uh, were transformative to my life. So think about that. Uh, recount perhaps to a friend the dawn of your faith, acknowledging who God used to welcome you to the family. Uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.